I just went for a beautiful walk outside on this spring day. Happy spring. In the midst of this coronavirus pandemic. And so here at Evolving Minds, we've had to kind of shift gears a little bit and slow down. Many of our training so far are in person, and we're building community in person. So everything that's happening has kind of forced us to shift and envision what we can do in this time of where people are being very cautious and not gathering in large communities. And I think it's important to acknowledge that this idea of social distancing is a very privileged idea. And and it's interesting how this is maybe our number one way of combating a virus in that many people working in the retail industries and essential services, um, many of them of a lower socioeconomic status are being inundated with, you know, being in close contact with hundreds and thousands of people each day. So as we social distance ourselves, knowing that it is a privilege to be able to do that. And if you aren't able to do that a lot, then may you be safe. So some of the impacts that the coronavirus has had on us is personally, I've had to, our classes at the University of Maryland are now all online. Not a big deal for me personally, but probably a big deal for many students, especially those that are working and uh, taking classes. Now maybe they're no longer working, so thinking about what is happening to, to those students. This has been a time for me to practice a lot of self-care. At the begin uh, last week, uh, actually this week, no, it was, it was last week. <laughs> last week, I I was doing a lot of. There was actually IB IBME IBME Inward Bound Mindfulness Education was hosting online virtual meditation and mindfulness retreats, and so I was sitting for a number of hours. I think I sat around and did mindful walking five to six hours last week in two days, which was really helpful. And I've continued to do a daily practice during this time of a lot of fear, like. For example, I'll have stories of, okay, like if if for some reason the water plant shuts down, I'm going to just like create a contraption that collects water that rains off my roof. Like those are the kind of stories that are going through my mind. And I imagine you're also having some of these wild uh, uh, case scenarios. One of the graphic designers that I work with who I love was asked me, do I know how to fly a seaplane? And my answer, of course, was no, I don't know how to fly a seaplane. But I kind of knew, you know, what that, <laughs> it was just like, really, like, wow, we're, you know, bug out bag time, like, very interesting. So I started to do some running and walking. And I've also started to work at mom's grocery store in the midst of this pandemic. So I, uh, the past three days, I've worked uh, two, actually past two days, and then I'm working today and probably more this week. But I've been working in proximity and close nature to people. I, I The first day I didn't wear a mask or gloves, and then I realized kind of, mm. and then my parents are also very, you know, worried about me, so I'm wearing a mask and gloves now. And uh, But it's, it's a, a wild time to be working in a grocery store on the retail side of things and to be in that position and, and, and to notice my own patterns of fear. And part of the reason why 
I've, I've taken this job is to sustain evolving minds uh, through the future and to really help us get off the ground, kind of support some of the bills and stuff that are impacting me day to day. And it, it's likely that the coronavirus will, well, I, it, it's already left kind of a deep, it's already deeply embedded into all of our psyche. So it is a generational, and the more that we see the impact and feel it, it will be somewhere in, for many people, a generational trauma. And so you can imagine all of the young kids that are growing up in this era and also those that are kind of blooming, what this is doing to their imagination, creativity, fear, anxiety, you know, how this is impacting all of us because it's something that is currently affecting all of us. We're all fragile. We are all going to die. Every moment is in uncertain and impermanent. And the virus is here, but those facts are truth. They exist in any moment, regardless of whether this virus is here or not. So that is where the practice of mindfulness, and now we've kind of shifted into just some of the concepts and of evolving minds and this greater mission that we're trying to bring to the world is that death and all of these things that we're aversive to, right? Oh, I don't want to think about that because, you know, we're immortal. We're mortal, not immortal. (laughs) We are mortal beings in that we will pass away and our love, everyone we love will leave this earth. So how do we come to terms with that without just being stressed out of our minds. Something exciting that we're doing over the next couple of weeks is starting our mindfulness live stream. And and what that'll look like is just a gathering of the first session is going to be this upcoming Thursday where we do a progressive muscle relaxation. I'll be recording it and uh, live streaming on our Facebook page. And also, at the end of that, there'll be a positive psychology skill, what went well. We've talked about this in previous episodes, and actually invite people to share what went well on the Facebook page so we can try and get a sense of community on the on the page, but we're also trying to build a social media presence. And this is important. Um, I'm noticing a little indigestion. This is important for our future uh, crowdfunding campaigns and also reaching younger populations as well. I don't have any social medias of my own except Facebook, and I've noticed that as I've had to build these social media platforms, I've been sucked in. I'm I'm noticing I'm on social media when I don't even know that I am, and then be like, oh, what am I doing on social media? And I'll notice it's just so hard, once you get in, to pull yourself back out. So here's a tip. when you If you're trying to create a conscious habit of checking your socials, log out after you're done so that when you go, when you click on it, which is a lot of times an unconscious habit, when you click on it, you're met with the screen that you then have to click again. So you're creating a barrier of kind of like a protection, like a condom in a sense. I don't know if that analogy is, uh, yeah, let's just forget I said that, but you are protecting yourself from the unconscious habits. Oh, okay, I have to log in to Instagram or social media. We now have a TikTok. So that's uh, Emerson, who's one of our mindfulness educators. We were in one of our weekly calls throughout that idea. I thought it was awesome. Let's do it. Let's see where it takes us. So at our evolving minds, you can go follow our TikTok. And there'll be some mindful moments up there today on my walk that I actually did opposite action because I was kind of feeling a little, you know, 
heavy and weighted and wanting to just curl up on a couch and watch a show. I was like, you know what? It's beautiful outside. I'm going to do opposite action and go for a walk. So I took some videos of some flowers because it's beautiful outside. Spring's here. Life, regeneration, growth is all around us. We're going to have our first volunteer event. It's going to be virtual and it was going to be in person, but we're, you know, we're having to change with the times what's happening for us in the moment. And honestly, I really am thankful that we're kind of a startup nonprofit and not a nonprofit in the midst of all this, because as a leader, now I'll know to prepare and think about these ex environmental threats that always exist, natural disaster, uh, political crisis, and now a, a virus, right? How could we have responded? If we had thousands of communities in person, how would we have responded to that? I just, my mind would have been a poo at that point. <laughs> it's just not somewhere where I would wa have wanted to be. So it's nice to be slowing down in the midst of this and knowing that we can kind of step back and rethink. Another thing that I've been working on is the guidebook for Mindful Living for a Professional. And now I'm just kind of jumping around from one thing to the next, but you're getting the full stream of consciousness experience where I actually have some notes here. So I am kind of going from point to point if you're kind of like, oh, this is not prepared at all. It's prepared, trust me. So the guidebook is actually going to be a thick kind of like guidebook that as you go through the Mindful Living for Professionals program, it's filled with guidance and uh, mindful reflection questions and really, it's so as you go through this experience, you'll have this book to take with you when you graduate and then for the rest of your life. So you'll, you, you'll get familiar and comfortable with implementing the resilience skills in your environments. So maybe as we close out this weekly update, it might be helpful to pause. Maybe for three to four minutes, we'll practice a mindfulness meditation. If you'd like, you can close the eyes if you'd like to keep them open. I don't think I shared who I am. My name is Anthony. I'm the founder of Evolving Minds. I'm also a mindfulness teacher, so I'm going to offer some guidance, and wherever you are, you might close your eyes or keep them open, whatever is comfortable for you, allowing the body to enter into a relaxed, almost alert posture. Maybe that's placing the hands with palms up or palms on the body. Maybe that's placing the hands together feeling your feet on the ground. It's sometimes helpful to take a few full deep breaths in at the belly. And as you breathe out, slowing down the exhale and relaxing the jaw. Allowing the shoulders to drop back. Knowing that there is no right or wrong here in this moment. There are thoughts, maybe emotions, feelings, physiological sensations within the body, pain, discomfort, pleasantness, tingling, vibration, warmth, coolness, hardness, softness. And the mind will wander from thought to thought, and that's okay. The nature of mind is to wander. And there's no need to clear the mind to create a blank slate. It's helpful to notice what's here. And if the mind is wandering a lot, 
then maybe finding a secure base where you can park your attention. Sometimes that's at the belly, the movement of the breath. Or sometimes it's the sounds of the room around you, the sounds that are closer and the sounds that are farther away. It could even be the sounds of this audio recording. Now maybe even becoming more aware of any background or staticky noise, including within your awareness, feet on the ground, the support of the earth beneath you, the areas of contact that the body has with the floor, chair, pillow, bed, but knowing that these are all concepts and really investigating a felt sense sensory experience that is here in this moment, letting go of ideas and feeling life as it is flowing through you. Whenever you are ready, gently opening your eyes, returning back to the space around you, noticing colors, textures, light patterns, This is the practice of mindfulness. May you be well. And now I'm off to practice my own mindfulness for. And if you're curious of, oh, actually, I don't think I've ever shared this, but you can visit our website, evolving dash or hyper, whatever the line is that separates things in between. I, I don't know what that's called, the dash or hyphen www.evolving-dash now I'm not now I'm saying two things hyphen dash it's either a hyphen or a dash whatever goes in in the middle you know it's halfway off the ground of a uh, of a font and like in between I'm really confusing you now evolving line in between minds.org take care bye bye